Yo, BJ Gajor with the BJ Gajor podcast. And my special guest today is Ryan Miller, the head of my favorite sunglasses company, Blue Blocker. Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, BJ. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm excited to be wearing the BJ Gador edition blue blockers designed by you, sold out almost immediately, and now enjoyed by me. So there were 600 total units, correct? There was initially 300, then we had to, you did an extra 300 uh, units. And what was your big takeaway from that particular launch? Um, wow, I, I couldn't believe how well people responded to a leopard print sunglasses. It's not something we ever would have made. And, uh, you know, you have your famous leopard print shorts and and shirt that that in, in your in, that you guys make. And um, everyone loved it. I just I couldn't believe how well the, the response was. It, it was really fun. And, and in all fairness, um, uh, the response was from your fan base. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm glad, you know, I've, I've tried to, over the years, develop a, uh, you know, people in fitness take themselves very seriously sometimes, but uh, I've luckily accumulated enough people that are willing to kind of take a little more risks and have a little more fun with their their fashion, but, uh, you know, Blue Blocker has had such uh, a journey. I mean, people initially, I wanted to talk about, like, how you got started, um, you know, your origin story as well, how you got started into the business, and also some the evolution yeah. of Blue Blocker as a household name and brand that's been around for 30 plus years. So sure. uh, tell us about how you like, what, what's the history of your career, man? Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, I spent most of my career and am still in, in the retail jewelry business. Uh, and from my perspective, that business is all about people and uh, how they feel and, and, and giving them great experiences and feeling special. And I love the business. It's a family business. Uh, my grandmother was in it. Uh, my, my dad moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania uh, and started a store here, which, which I uh, joined after he passed away. Um, but he, he's part of that story and he's also part of the blue blocker story. So, you know, uh, when I grew up, uh, in, in the 1990s, you know, I was born in 1983, my dad loved blue blocker sunglasses and he wore them all the time and he would make us put them on and, and look at a blue car and say, what color does it look? And, and so he thought they were really cool. And so as a result, you know, I thought they were cool. Um, and, uh, you know, he, years after he passed away, I had this idea um, uh, you know, what are they doing with blue blocker sunglasses and, and, and how can I get involved in it? And so I figured out who owned it, this guy named Joe Sugarman. And I called him and he talked to me, he was really nice. And he met with me. I flew to Las Vegas and, and met him and, and was interested in buying the company. I was 25. I didn't have any money. Um, uh, and he recognized that pretty quickly and it was a pretty short meeting. <laughs> um, but, uh, but he, he had met with us. And so, uh, uh, every year or two i would call him and just kind of check in and and see if he also wasn't really ready to sell is, is what he said um and i would check in and we really developed a relationship and nine years later when i called in 2019 it might have been 10 years later um he introduced me to um the the ceo of the company who's a woman who, who worked for him and we developed a, a deeper relationship and and two years later we, we were able to make a deal so anyway really long-winded answer to your story so you you are the official owner of the company now as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So I bought the company uh, uh, then in in twenty twenty one. We we closed on on. Wow, that's that. that's really I say I had no idea about that background to go from you know I, I I joke a lot to people as well. Like I started cleaning toilets and cardio equipment at a gym in my college area in uh, Amherst, Massachusetts, and you know I, I've made I've made my ranks through this industry as well. And uh, I, I just I love the humble beginning story because. 
you retain that, by the way, in all our interactions. You're, you're just a guy that you want to, um, you know, the, the good old saying is, you know, you have a beer with the guy. I don't drink, but I would definitely have a Diet Coke and lime with you. You know, I'm going to have a, an unsweetened iced tea uh, and, and I'm in. Um, maybe with a lime as well, but well, thank you. That's 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 extremely kind, and I'm I'm grateful to to be able to talk to you and and to be alive and you know for every day. So so try to maintain that uh, perspective. So you know, one thing that was interesting when we did this uh, joint venture together with the Leopard Aviators, I was telling people about it, and a lot of people were like, they were kind of laughing initially because they thought blue blockers of the past. You know the typically the sunglasses of the elder community in terms of positioning and infomercials yeah. back in the day. Yeah. But you guys have completely pivoted and basically rebuilt the brand with, you know, awesome retro styles. Everything that's hot right now in fashion is eighties and nineties style. Uh, things that, you, you know, went out of fashion, but you know, as the pendulum swings, things come back. Um, what I love about the glasses is the affordability. A lot of the models are in the 40 to $50 price range. It gives you the best vision. I find calm and focus uh, with the way it blocks the blue lights. And, uh, you know, they also are pretty durable. And, um, you know, you can get multiple colors and models for the price of what would be a typical Ray-Ban aviator. Yeah. So talk to us about, like, what you bought the company. Um, how did you have to, you know, you had a lot of history that you had to not necessarily overcome, but to try to modernize the brand and bring it into the new age. Sure, sure. So we want to honor that history. And, you know, Joe Sugarman, the founder of the company, was was a true innovator. He was the first person, and he told me this, so uh, that he was the first person to take credit cards over 1-800 numbers. So he was running those infomercials. Wow. And at the time, it was, it was you know, questionable whether or not it was legal. And he said that, like, Bell, the telephone company, called him about how he was doing it and wanted to ask how it worked. And like, and he, and then he told them, and then, you know, this whole infomercial era kind of exploded. So, so, you know, and, and, and when I go back and look at those commercials that Joe Sugarman, the owner and founder of Blue Blocker is the one interviewing people in those, in those infomercials. And, um, the questions he asks and his approach to it and his, his, the way people react to the sunglasses, it's amazing. And I, and I want to honor that. And, you know, it exploded and the glasses were like $50 uh, back then. So like it, it started out, it was a premium product, you know, for $50 for sunglasses in, in, in 1986. And, and then over the years, as they continued to run these infomercials, they started to do two for one. And then, they, you know, they continued to get less expensive as the product really stayed the same over, over that period of time. And they launched some new styles. But, uh, you know, they ended up uh, in the early 2000s in Walgreens. And so they were in tons of Walgreens and they became more of an elderly person glasses. And, and they have the fit over, which we call Star Shield. Um, which is an old person glasses, which is so iconically a grandma glass, it's cool. Um, and so, you know, uh, some of my friends will wear them, the people, you know, musicians that wear them and, and, and perform with them. And, you know, we see that content on social media. So uh, most of the things we've re-released are really just things we made before that are so funky. It's like they made this and it's just awesome. So it's been really fun to do that. And, and you know, we just launched a pumpkin spice aviator, which is just orange. Um, uh, and we launched it for $25 because we wanted to do it. We have come out with some more expensive things and some, some you know, polarized and some some high-end things. And we wanted to, to honor that original kind of really strong value that the brand has always had. And we'll always offer that. So the original aviator, 
you know, the different colorful ones you like to wear. I don't, I don't ever want to get away from that. You know, we'll continue to innovate and, and I want to create cool new things that, that um, make blue blockers future a little bit different from its past, but we'll always honor the past. What, what are some trends right now you're seeing uh, in the overall kind of uh, apparel, fashion, wearable, but also specifically sunglasses right now? You know, well, you know, that blade style kind of exploded two or three years ago. And we launched a couple different blades uh, over the past uh, few years. But the one that's doing the best for us is is it's that blade. Um, let me see if I have one in here. I do. So we call this the bullet re-edition because it was called the bullet when Joe Sugarman launched it in 1989. Oh, yeah. I like that one. Um, and and so I thought the ones with the mirror, because that's what everybody wears, would be the most popular. But this blue blocker lens version that's that's not a mirror is is by far our our most popular model. So so that's a trend. I I do believe that that trend is starting to uh, uh, go down as as people you know it it's I think it saturated the market and and is starting to go in different directions. Interesting. So let me ask you this. Uh, this obviously would be a shorter podcast because I could I could I you know. You got to fit into your schedule. You're a busy guy. Take take us through the schedule of you know typical Monday through Friday schedule of a busy executive business owner like yourself with uh, this type of brand. What does it look yeah. like? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I wish it was more planning than reactive. Uh, than that, but I I I am a reactive person. I'm a, I'm a creative person, and ideas kind of come as they come. So I like to wake up early. I wake up somewhere around six o'clock in the morning. Um, and and you know take a half an hour to to wake up and I, and I do drink some coffee and that 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 hour from from that you know uh, uh, six thirty to seven thirty is generally a productive hour for me to get some emailing done um, may, maybe wrap up some things that were important from the, the previous day that didn't that I didn't close out and so I spend a productive uh, uh, a morning and then I go into into my office um, uh, uh, and and. Generally, have some meetings and plan for the day, and and you know follow. I have a, a, a to do list that is a, a document that's a shared document with different people on my team, and we kind of dive into the list and 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 try to plan and and check things off. So so really, each day kind of starts with that same that same type of um, energy, and then depending on what's going on, you know, I I have a seven year old daughter who I love spending time with, who who I'm with half the time. So on the days that I'm with her, I work till about two thirty, and then I pick her up from school and, and hang out with her, um, and and that's that's an important part of my life and 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 my favorite part for sure. I love that, man. I was I was going to ask you about you know work life balance and, yeah. and you found it and and how it's evolved over the years, but obviously you know you've set up. A schedule, obviously, owning the company, I'm sure helps. Uh, so those listening, be like, "Well, I can't do that." Well, no, you, you can. You can put yourself on a fast track to, you know, plan, prepare, and evolve into something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, talk, my, 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 well, my, my, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, my thought on that, you know, and in, in thinking about this podcast and, and even my life and, you know, there's there I have a lot of more growth opportunities and I really, you know, want to continue to grow and be better. But but as as I've looked at my goals and and before I achieve them, you know, just setting setting your eye on the goal and believing that you could do it. And man, persistence is powerful. Um, uh, just believing and going after it and doing it and being honest to everyone along that path and and 
um, people remember that, you know, and, 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 um, you know, establishing relationships, you know, you and I, we, what did we meet on Instagram? Cause you did a post and, and just two, uh, nice humans, uh, and then we hit it off. So, so my experience in the world is just, you know, kindness and persistence and doing the right thing. And, and then knowing what you want and going after it, uh, has, has, has been really fun for me. And, and, and I, I will say though, starting with, my, my career, you know, I joined, a, 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 it was very small at the time, but it was a family business that had 25 years of history. And that did help me get where, you know, my, I had a very supportive mother who, who I worked with in that business and, and, and we were able to grow the business together. You know, I became unsure if that was what I wanted to do. So I left and worked for Tiffany's for a few years. And then, and then I knew, and I came back and, and rejoined the business and, and, and got aggressive with, with uh, uh, accomplishing my goals. Um, it was great. I have to add too. what was great about working with you guys, you know, again, I, from whether it was my time at Men's Health or other sort of corporate res uh, responsibilities or partnerships or ad campaigns and stuff like that, you know, things took forever. Uh, there, you know, get a lot of chefs in the kitchen, but there was just an agility that you guys had that I really respect. And it was just a pleasure to work with. And, the, you know, we got that leopard aviator, pro aviator product uh, to market pretty quickly, you know, like, yeah. Maybe that would be like with another brand, maybe could one or two years. Um, but you know, from from an independent uh, business entrepreneur standpoint, it's just my wife and I. Very very small. You could, I don't even think you can call it a small business. It's like it's just a business. But um, that that was really refreshing to see, and uh, that's probably a big part of how you guys have really uh, revitalized the brand. And can you kind of talk about how you stay agile? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, uh, we we make decisions quickly, uh, and and we you know we figure out what we want the end product to be, and 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 when we want to launch it, and then we kind of say, well, how how are we going to do that? So, um, you know, there's there's two sides to that agility, which you saw you saw a good side to it, um, you know, making decisions quickly, being very decisive, knowing what we want, you know. But uh, there was a decision I made very early on, you know, I wanted to make this this 90s uh, style sunglasses in acetate that uh, I, I think of it as like the 90s mom style that like, you know, all the moms wore in the early 90s. Um, and so, you know, I found some samples out there that I really liked and and based uh, based a product off of a, a really cool old thing I found from the 90s. And I didn't have enough people try it on first. And uh, the arms are too short. We, we ended up pivoting. Now we sell them as kids sunglasses because they were just too small for adults. <laughs> um, but that was because I made a real, I was like, this is it. Let's go. We made them and they were too small. So, so you know. There's a reason I think most people move a little bit slower and do focus groups and get more opinions. We haven't always done that. And sometimes it, it's really great. Um, but uh, I have to be honest, sometimes it, it doesn't work out as well. So, so, you know, we're decisive and we don't need a lot of people to help make the decision. And so that has two sides to it. What energizes you every day with this business and just your overall approach to life? Uh, you know, obviously a lot of businesses right now uh, I know in fashion are really struggling. Uh, this, I've never seen sales like I've been seeing lately in terms of how much off. Yeah. The economy does not look great. Uh, now, I look at it from a positive standpoint in the sense it's a real opportunity because the real uh, survivors are fighters. They just sharpen the sword. They they really get creative. And, um, you know, necessity is the uh, mother of invention in a lot of ways. Um but you've just always struck me as a very positive person. I feel like you always flip the script with negatives. Like you said, too short. Okay, we'll make it a kid's glasses. It might, it might, you might still lose a little bit on it, but at least it's not going to be as big of a loss as it might be. And obviously, 
it's the lessons you can fail forward, if you will. Uh, talk to me about that, because that's that's a pivotal part of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I I really uh, uh, want to learn from my mistakes because you know I make lots and I need to learn from them to to evolve. Um, you know, I think the current climate out there, um, uh, you are seeing tons of sales. I think last year and the year before, you know, it was the uh, people didn't have enough product and and they were selling like crazy and it was a really cool interesting time for consumer spending and now everyone you know was ready and, and i think people looked at 2023 and they thought okay we want to keep growing um even though that might not have been that realistic and so you know people have too much inventory and and, and they're selling it off uh at, at at discounts blue blockers are really small company you know uh, uh, compared to other big sunglasses companies. We're direct to consumer. We don't have very many retailers. And so for, for us, as things quiet down, you know, our goal is to gain a little bit of market share and and you have fun with some online advertising and and, and get get introduced to new people. So we're seeing growth through this year. Uh, uh, we're, we're having a great year, but we're small enough that, that, um, that it's a realistic thing for us to do. And so, you know, especially when the year started out with the coolest limited edition aviator of all time, uh, designed by BJ Gador, um, it was a fun, it was a fun beginning. And we have other cool new things that have come out this year that have helped with our sales. Um, I will make a little pitch for, so this, this we called Sugarman, which is named after Joe Sugarman, our, our, our founder who, who did pass away, um, about 18 months ago, um, who was from Chicago and started blue blocker in Chicago. And I really wanted to make something in the United States. And so this is, handcrafted in Chicago. The the material for the acetate to, does come from Europe and the lenses do come from Italy. So it's not completely made in the United States. Um, but it's the, the acetate is is cut into this. You know, many uh, hours of labor go, go into making them. Um, so coming out with all these interesting new things is, is along with some advertising is how I believe we've been able to to have a good year. And uh, I think we're going to continue to to finish it on that note. I will put all links uh, in the show notes for those listening, um, so you can check out these awesome styles. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. I just wanted to ask you whatever you're able to share, like what what exciting stuff. As a fan of Blue Blocker, I, I would love to hear about uh, and new launches or new ideas. Uh, just you know, in general, what what you have planned for uh, the end of 2023, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to show you something, which you know I don't do any podcast interviews. So this is the only, first and only time I've shown these, and um, I'm super excited about them. And I will say this is this is inspired by your 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 product. But you know, I grew up liking you know the checkerboard vans and that oh, vibe. Wow. And and um, we, man, we've been working with ma our, our manufacturing on making these like like almost as almost as long as we were uh, uh, almost since we launched your yours, and we finally have it. So we're going to launch this as another limited edition um, with this checkerboard pattern uh, somewhere in the, in the next, uh, I would say, somewhere around Black Friday. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Um, we have another product that we're launching um, that is has a little bit of a different lens. It still blocks blue light, but not as much um, and uh, not like 100% like our regular product that we're pretty excited about too. I'm a little nervous about it, if I'm if I'm honest, because we've been very committed to, to this, our whole history. And, you know, there's two types of people out there and me and you uh, love the way this makes us feel. It, I, I, it, it calms me down. I don't know. I just like it. 
Um, you know, and we, I'm not, well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying anything about, you know, what it, what it may be doing to your health, but I know a lot of people think it is very healthy. Um, anyway, so that new lens is, is going to be launching too. And we, we, we never have sales or promotions except on black Friday, we will have a, a, a small discount, uh, available, uh, um, that that Friday, I'm I'm you know my background is in luxury uh, goods and jewelry and and those strongest brands you know they offer the best price every day and nothing bothers me more as a consumer than when I buy something and then I see it's on sale or if I would have given them my phone number to do a text I personally don't want to do that as a consumer and so Blue Blocker does not operate that way um, I know like 99% of e-commerce brands do and there's, no, there's certainly nothing wrong with it it's just not how Blue Blocker does it. No, I mean, I like that. Again, I like I like people that do things their way. Uh, the, the classic uh, My Own Way uh, Sinatra song comes to mind. I have to say those the checker class. Oh, thank you. Your class. I could see that like black tie affair, but it also has the ability to be poolside, you know, walking in the mountains. Um, I know you'll do great with it. I'll, I'll make sure I promote it for you when it comes out as well, but kind of send you some love. Um, Ryan, thank you for your time today, man. Any, any closing thoughts? Uh, uh, website you can list and uh, where they can find you or Blue Blocker, all social. And again, I'll put it in the show notes too. Sure, sure. At uh, Blue Blocker, B L U B L O C K E R, and then also blueblocker.com. Check us out. Um, uh, yeah, no, super grateful for your partnership and your friendship, and 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 really uh, appreciate you, um, um, your curiosity and, and passion for the brand. Thank you, man, for your time. Check out the show notes for all the relevant links. And if you are here with us, a five-star rating and review is much appreciated to help us get out there to more good people like you. I'll be back with a lot more soon. Thank you, Ryan, for your time. And I'm telling you right now, these are the only sunglasses that I've been wearing lately. You see them in my workout videos. You see them in our fashion picks for my brand sleeves sold separately. Uh, they're just fantastic. And my wife loves them too. A lot of unisex brands. So you can get the whole family involved. So love you guys. Peace. Thanks, BJ.